what my Colorado trip did for my mental health and why I went on it, uh, what my $60,000 mindset coach has taught me about mindset and high performance, as well as talking about the future of Think Different Theory, what we are working on here, and uh, answering some questions about the world trip. That is what you can expect from today's episode. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and uh, today, today is actually a fun day. You know why today's a fun day? Today's a fun day because it's a solo episode here today. It is just me, it is you and I, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna get on here and I'm just gonna talk to you guys because I feel like it's been a minute since I've just been able to sit down, catch you guys up to speed on what's going on, and uh, I missed the solo episodes. And, and actually, I've been talking to several of you guys about this, and uh, you said, Josh, like, we like the interviews, um, but it's nice to kind of uh, hear from you directly. And I've had a lot of people asking questions about mindset and about uh, Facebook group launches and about a bunch of different things that I think, you know what, I should take some time to actually go and address that. So actually, uh, back if you, if you go back to uh, season one, which, by the way, guys, welcome back. If you're listening on audio, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review if you're on iTunes, Spotify, things like that. Um, that really, really helps us grow, and I really appreciate that. If you're watching on the live streams or uh, on uh, video at all, comment down below. Smash that like button. Smash that love button. Let me know where you're tuning in from. We do go back and look at uh, all the comments and questions that come through here, so I just appreciate it. Um, but if you go back to season one, all right, um, you'll notice that we did a lot of, or I did, I did three episodes a week, but the first episode was me by myself on Mondays. And then we did two interviews and we were testing up some different content and things. And it turns out that that actually works really, really well. Having that two to one ratio, two interviews a week, one solo episode a week. And so I think that's what I'm going to end up going back to. We do have uh, an interview next Monday with Allison Prince, which is going to be Super incredible. If you don't know Allison, like you're in for a, a treat. She's absolutely amazing. Um, and then uh, next Wednesday, we've got Nick uh, Robbins back for round two of relig the religion talk, religion debate, which is going to be so much fun. But after that, I think we're going to kind of get into a swing of things of one episode a week um, will be just me solo episode and then two episodes a week interview and, and try to do a balance of those interviews. One of them maybe a little bit more hands-on, a little bit how-to, very tactical, like Joel Kaplan style uh, type things, Brad Gibb type things. And then um, the other episode, maybe a little bit more broad vision type of, of topics like uh, Julie Stoian when we're talking about politics or Nick Robbins when we're talking about religion. Um, because I do want to, I want to continue to have this balance of actionable stuff because I'm a very action-based person and also broad spectrum important topics of just important conversations that we need to have as well as one-on-one -on -one content with you guys because I think there's um, a, a lot of room there for this. I, I have a, I don't know, an engaging personality I would say, at least I've been told that. And I like to teach, I like to talk to you guys. And while interviewing is one of my favorite things in the entire world to do, I absolutely love interviews. I do like being able to spend time with you guys and just talk and share with you uh, some of the things that I'm learning, some of the things that's going on with things. And especially with the growth of Think Different Theory, which is 
phenomenal. I, I'm very, very excited uh, about everything that's going on here. We've been really ramping up um, some of the paid advertising side of things. We've got some amazing trainings coming, the guests that we've lined up. We've been, uh, guys, okay, I got to pause right here really quick, actually. <clears throat> there is something that has happened in my life recently that I can't tell you, but it's really, really, really exciting, all right? It has to do with Think Different Theory and myself and the business or whatever, but I can't tell you yet. And so I'm like in this balance of like, ah, I want to tell you guys so bad, but I can't because then I get in big trouble, but it is coming, okay? With some amazing, amazing things happening, um, like really big, like bigger than me being featured in Forbes, um, but I can't say anything yet. <sighs> I know, like sometimes legal contracts and things just are frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. and It's going to be exciting. So stay tuned for that. But we've got a lot of really, really big things happening here with Think Different Theory. And um, I hired the $60,000 coach, right? Who I don't even want to focus on the cost of her. Like she's just amazing. And like what, she, what Katie has done for my brain and for my head and for my business already is just absolutely phenomenal. And I, I, I can't wait to kind of like show you guys this because a lot of you guys Either A, I've never invested in a coach that much because you don't realize the power of it, or two, you don't have the money for it, and it's maybe something that you want to do, but you haven't had the ability to actually go through an experience for yourself. And I want to share that with you so that you guys can understand like how high performers operate. Because one of the things that I'm learning, guys, is, is, which is super, super interesting, is like, and we're gonna, by the way, we're going to talk about the Colorado trip here in a second. We're going to talk about mindset because a lot of you guys have been asking about that um, and like actually diving down into the brain here. I've got a bunch of notes here uh, sitting in front of me, but I, I kind of want to bring some context around this, right? Because one of the things that I'm learning is just how different high performers and super successful people operate in a day, in their daily life uh, and who they surround themselves with than low performers and people that are not at that successful level yet. And um, one of the things, um, and hold on, I'm going to, cut it so there's no feedback there but by the way guys if you're tuning in like i said comment below leave shoot if you're listening on audio shoot me a dm with your questions that's the best way to dm on instagram okay but one of the things that i'm finding very interesting is like how different these people perform and it's like it's it's weird because it's so radically different and and compared to where we are at right now maybe where you're at where you're listening to from like how your actions are or the money in your bank account or how your business looks versus how they operate you it looks like such a foreign thing. It's like, man, I can never get to that level or I need a lot of money to get to that level or that's this. But it really, it's just a decision. And it's so interesting to see, and we're gonna talk about this today, and like the brain, like how they operate because it's, it is radically different, but it's not impossible to get to. It's actually very simple in theory to get to the point where they're operating at, these high performers, but it's all a mental game. And the, the reason that we have a hard time actually getting to the level and performing at a higher level, it has very, 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 very little to do with our resources and uh, the money we have and things like that. It has everything to do with the baggage that's going on in our mind and how our mind literally prevents us from doing those things. And if you just fix the things in your mind, how it literally allows you to default to a high performance type person and being able to operate and make $20,000, $50,000, $100,000 a month or run a successful business or you know become the athlete that you want to become or, or, or do whatever it is that you want to do. So um, we're going to dive into that here and... Um, yeah, so that's kind of the context of everything. But I, I, I like I like just having time with you guys to be able to share my thoughts and uh, just be able to like, hey, here's what I'm learning, here's what I'm doing. Because guys, it's like it's not that difficult, it's not that complicated. It's like it's a, a lot of hard work. But when I sit down and really look at what's all going on, I'm like, this is amazing. Anybody can do this. This is awesome. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about these things is because it is super possible for the average person. It is super possible to to go out and change your life if you just know what to do but so many people don't know what to do because they are their mind has been programmed 
well, to comfort. And so we're going to talk about that here. Okay, well, let's dive in. Let's just go ahead and get started here. Um, guys, I went, to, I went to Colorado over the weekend, which is super fun, by the way. Um, we left Friday afternoon, right after Brad Gibb uh, episode aired, took off and drove. It's about a seven and a half hour drive or so to Denver-ish area. Um, stayed right outside of Denver in Golden and then drove up to Boulder um, on Saturday, hung out in Boulder for a bit and drove like up over the mountains. Absolutely breathtaking. I mean, just, I, I forget how beautiful it is out there and that it's actually like big legit mountains. It's not like one little mountain. It's like mountain after mountain after mountain. And you go and you drive in and it's like, you know, nothingness all through Nebraska and then into Colorado and like nothingness through there. And then you hit Denver and it's like mountains. And you're like, oh, this is awesome. And then you drive up to Boulder and it's just like absolutely gorgeous. And then you drive up in the mountains in Boulder and it is just stunning. Like just why don't I live here type thing. And, and actually, uh, truth be told, I am actually very much considering moving out there, which is one of the reasons we're out there. Um, we'll talk about that here in a second. And so I go up to, we, or we, we drive up to Boulder. I'm in my Jeep and I'm like seeing all this, these beautiful, like beautiful trees and hills and mountains and, and there's snow coming down. It's absolutely gorgeous. And then we drive and you like drive up over the mountain and then you drive down and then there's like this, I don't know, like a valley in between the mountains. And at the bottom of it is there's a, a reservoir and there's like, all this water down there that's all frozen over because it's icy and then you can ice fish. And then you like drive all the way down and you drive over and then you can drive up the other side and actually get down by the reservoir. And of course, I'm like, I'm driving down there. It's a, a dirt road down there and it's icy. And if we didn't have the Jeep, we probably wouldn't have made it. But it was so, so much fun. And um, I get down there and I, I just stop the car, like literally halfway down as we're getting down there. And I get out and I take a picture because like you look over just this absolutely breathtaking body of water that is uh, frozen. It's the reservoir down there. Uh, and it's covered in snow and it's absolutely beautiful. And it was just this, this reminder of, like there was this really positive, like very strong energy that was um, in the mountains there. And you know, if you go to like a New York or you go to Chicago or you go to LA or you go to the mountains or you go to the ocean, like they all have different energies and they all have different like feelings when you get out there. You know, it feels like the mountains or it feels like the beach. And the, this feeling in the mountains, if you've never been up to a mountain, like a set of mountains, I used to live in the mountains actually in California, but if you've ever been up there, it's like this very, very grand, very, very powerful, like bold energy that just makes you, and I don't know, it makes you feel very powerful. And it also makes you feel small and insignificant at the same time because these mountains are so grand, but it, when you understand energy and when you understand that you get to like tap into this, it is just this amazing, amazing feeling because you sit there and you go, this is such a, a bold, strong, secure energy and force. And then you're up there and like the air is so clear and fresh and clean and you're just breathing it. It's just absolutely amazing. So anyway, all that being said, I'm up there. And one of the reasons that we went there is just kind of just to get away, right? Like to reset. Um, and, uh, I think, we get into like these routines during the day, right? Where it's like the same thing over and over and over again, particularly if you have a job or if you have success of any sort, you kind of get into these daily routines of things. And sometimes it's just nice to go and reset. And that's what I needed to do, right? Um, and one of the reasons that uh, we went on this trip and, and just kind of drove out there for the weekend was to reset and to clear my head, right? And um, I, I was not on my phone hardly at all. I did a couple Instagram stories and that's about it. But my goal was I wanted to get out of my own head and we're going to talk about the importance of that here in just one second. It's absolutely mind-blowing. Like this one little thing of getting out of my own head and what it did for me was just insane. But anyway, um, just to clear my head, to get really, really clear on kind of what the next steps were. For those of you that have been following me for a while, you know that at the beginning of the year, well, actually end of last year, I, I cut 
uh, we had to cut, Leah and I had to cut our world trip short. Um, Leah got very, very sick and we had to fly home. We were not actually supposed to come home until Funnel Hacking Live. We ended up coming home at the end of December. Um, so January and February, I was supposed to be overseas traveling, but instead I'm here in America and I'm just trying to figure everything out. And I hired this coach and we've got all these moving pieces going on, right? And I was like, okay, I've got this coach now and things are moving in the right direction. We got featured in fours. We got all this stuff happening. We got all this momentum. I need to take it time to take a step back and really, really like clear my head and figure out the direction of things moving forward. And I, I don't think enough people actually go and do this. And so um, that was kind of the main point of this trip is, is going out there and being able to clear that. Now, I want to kind of transition this into why this is important and why I ended up doing this. But before I do that, I've got to go into kind of like my coach and what she's been having me do with my mind and how doing this with my mind has allowed me to not only become a high performer, but allowed me to have an incredible amount of momentum with minimal effort. How many of you guys want to know that? All right. I mean, this is absolutely fascinating stuff. I, I had no idea the power of, of all this until I actually started working with Katie. So keep in mind right now, I have you in this place. We're in Colorado. It's amazing. And we're going through these mountains. We went up to Breckenridge. It's absolutely breathtaking. And I'm re refreshing my head and I'm clearing my head. Pause for a second. Okay. Now let's come back over and let's come back up to before Colorado and back up to when I hired Katie and how this led up to Colorado and why this is absolutely fundamentally so critically important if you want to understand the mind, you want to understand your mindset and how to default to becoming a high performer. Because once you understand this, like everything else kind of falls into place. And I go back to like looking at the people like the Russell Brunsons of the world and these high performers that are ultra uber successful, the Katie Richardsons of the world, right? Who just like just radiate positive energy and, and have flow and are successful and, and like I was like, how do I get there? Which is why I hired Katie, okay? So let's back up. When I first hired Katie, um, I, I hired her for the reason of, I was like, I need a coach. I need a coach to help me through the next phases of my business. Now, there's a lot of different options when it comes to business coaching, right? Like you can hire a lot of different people. And, and I went and filled out uh, applications and interviews to probably six or seven different um, coaches, went and looked at their programs um, from the Steve Larson's of the world to the Katie Richardson's of the world and everybody in between Russell's inner circle, like everything like that. But for me, I sat down and I was like, I need two things. Number one, I need someone that's going to help me get really, really clear on a direction moving forward, right? Like really understands me and what it is that I'm trying to build, not me trying to do what they want me to do, but actually really takes the time to understand me and what I am trying to build moving forward because I know what I want to build, but I'm having a really hard time visualizing it, right? I'm having a hard time like figuring out, okay, like here's where I want to be. Here's where I'm at now. What are the steps in between that allow me to get there? And I don't, I don't really see anything like think different theory out there. Uh, impact theory is about the closest thing I would say, but even that, like the ultimate goal of impact theory is very different than the ultimate goal of think different theory. And so I'm like, I've got this, this idea, but I'm not quite sure how to bring it to life. So I, I needed someone that was going to be invested and in, invested into me personally and, and my vision and help me through with that. And then secondly, I needed someone that was going to really push back on me and hold me accountable. All right. Because one of the things that happens in our mind is when you go, if you don't have an accountability partner, okay, and it's just you versus you and you're trying to, you know, stay in, in, on track of everything and you don't have a huge team or, you know, board meetings and business advisors and everything like that. When you're a startup entrepreneur or when you're in this phase of trying to get better, if you don't have an accountability partner, what often happens is your, your, your mind wins, 
right? Your subconscious mind that controls 90% of what you do is literally going to just default back to the old version of you that you're trying to break free from because you yourself are not powerful enough to beat your own mind. I actually believe that in like 90 to 95% of cases, like, yeah, you could go eventually beat your own mind, but like most people are not strong enough to beat their own mind. Their mind is more powerful than they are. And the very best way to go beat your mind and to actually go in and get ahead and be like, take control of your mind is having somebody there to hold you accountable and really like push back on your beliefs and really help you dig into the painful areas that you don't want to focus on. Because everything that happens in life, whether you're successful or not, whether you can build a business or not, all starts up here. And I'm going to explain why that's the it is here in just a second. Okay. So I sit down and I'm like, okay, who is my coach? Who, who is it that I ultimately want to go with? And so long story short, and I've kind of told the story before a little bit, I ended up after uh, many, many uh, like applications and, and, and phone interviews and, and thinking about it, studying about it, I ended up deciding to go with Katie, all right? I, I felt Katie was going to destroy my false beliefs enough. She was going to hold me accountable and really take me down this path. And um, so far, I've been 100% right on that. I mean, she's been absolutely, absolutely incredible, okay? But I hired her more or less, okay? Yes, as a mindset coach, but more or less, I was like, I mean, 60 grand, that's, that's a lot of money. I don't have 60 grand just sitting, chilling around um, to be able to invest unless I'm making money off of it. So I hired her to be my business coach. And I was talking about to a friend of mine, uh, Catherine. We actually just had her on the podcast uh, last week. Catherine is one of Katie's students. And I was like, before I hired her, I was like, Catherine, like, what am I getting myself into? Like, is this really good? And she's like, Josh, what you need to understand is that Katie is not gonna put you through a program. She's not, it's not a program. This is customized, personalized coaching for you. And whatever you need that week, whatever you're hold up right then and there, that's what she's going to work on. And I'm like, yeah, but like, man, what about business strategy? What about, you know, what about making money? What about revenue coming in? I mean, 60 grand's a lot. What about, you know, all these different things. And uh, she's like, but Josh, like it's, you believe and you already know that it's all in your own head, right? I'm like, yeah, but sometimes I don't really see the connection to that, right? Like I know it, but it's hard to play. Like, and she's like, this is, a, this is a really, really good decision. She's gonna help work with your mind and she's gonna help you get unstuck. And I was like, all right. So I ended up doing it, right? And, uh, but keep in mind, I'm going into this with business. I'm like, this has gotta be business. I've gotta make money from this. And so day number one, I get, you know, I get my access to my, the Voxer coaching or whatever. And day number one, I'm like, Katie, here are all my problems. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like voxing around. I was like, I can't decide whether to do this with the business or this with the business. I can't do this, this. And she starts, like she listens to them all and she re responds back and she goes, well, Josh, like, okay, well, first we've got to get really clear on the business and your big idea. I'm like, I know exactly. That's what, that's exactly right. We've got to go and we got to do this. And she's like, okay, well, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I could be this person, I'd be the person, I don't know. And so she like starts taking all these business problems and through a series of asking questions, right? She starts to get down to the root cause of what's causing confusion, right? And what's causing me to not be able to make a clear decision forward. Because when you have clarity and when you're operating out of power, when you're operating out of abundance, out of choice, out of agency, right? And you have the clarity to go and do that, magical things happen. Like think about it, when you are, absolutely certain about something and you've got the resources, you know you're capable of it, you firmly believe in yourself, you are able to do absolutely incredibly amazing things, right? You would agree with that, okay? So she's like, well, the reason that you're not able to go out and get what you want in business or what you get out in life or whatever it is, is because you don't have clarity because your brain is, is fogging you up, it's getting in your, own, in your own way and we've got to get down to the root, root core of that. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, Josh, here's what successful people do. I'm like, all right, tell me, tell me. 
I need to know, like, you know, I'm super, super excited about this. She said, Josh, successful people, high performers, whatever you want to call them, get out of their own head. And I was like, uh, okay, like how? And she's like, you need to start journaling. And don't worry, I'm going to tie this all back into the Colorado trip. Okay, this is super, super important. And I'm like, okay, I need to start journaling. She's like, yes, because when your ideas are in your head, your old brain, the version of you that you don't want, controls it. You see it through that lens. It's hard to look at something objectively. It's hard to look at something out of power. It's hard to make a very clear decision why things are still in your head because your judgment and vision is clouded by your old self. And I was like, that sounds pretty simple, right? If journaling is gonna solve this much or getting out of my own head, right, is gonna solve this much, you know, I was kind of skeptical at it at first, but I did. I, I, I committed to be coachable, right? And so I started writing these things down and I started like realizing like, whoa, I'm having so much troubles on making these decisions because I hadn't actually taken the time to get out of my head and actually to look at it. And so I started wondering why that was. And I started going back into like some of my reading because guys, like journaling is incredibly powerful. Getting out of your own head is, is really, 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 really powerful. But unless for me, and I think many of you guys probably are like me, unless you actually understand why that's working, it's hard for you to grasp, right? I'm like, why does that work so well? Why is it that that just getting out of my own head and putting these things down on paper, why does that allow me to have so much clarity? Why does that allow me to have so much like ability to see things clearly and have momentum and energy moving forward? And so I started going back into like my studies and I asked Katie about this a lot, obviously too. And I was like, well, let's look at how the brain works. And what I'm about to tell you next, guys, I really, 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 really want you to pay attention to because once I understood this and I've understood it before, but Katie has brought this back up and made this such a pivotal piece of my life right now that it has changed everything about who I am. I mean, like truly, like how I operate on a daily basis has changed since uh, like understanding and applying this thing here. Okay. I was like, what? Okay. So why, why is it that when I get out of my own head, like this is having, you know, I have so much success with this. So I started going back and thinking, okay, how does the brain work? Let's, let's go back to that. And for those of you that have never listened to an episode before, I'm going to recap it for you here real quick. Okay. Your brain is essentially made up of two different parts or two different brains. Now, obviously, this is only for this context. There's many, many different parts of the brain. It's an incredibly, incredibly complex thing that is, is not understandable by the average human, but live with me here, okay? Bear with me here, okay? You have your subconscious mind and you have your conscious mind, okay? Technically, it's unconscious and there's your crock brain. There's all the sorts of different stuff, but for the sake of this conversation, there's two parts. Your subconscious brain and your conscious brain, okay? Your subconscious brain controls 80 to 90% of everything that you do without thinking about it, okay? Because it's subconscious, it's going on without you even thinking about it, which leaves only about 10 to 20%, it's actually like closer to like 10, but 10 to 20% of your life, you are consciously aware of what you're doing and the decisions that you're making. But 80 to 90% of the way you think and how you act and what you're gonna do, and what coffee you're gonna drink, and what you're gonna eat, and where you're gonna drive, and what you believe, and how you think, and how you make decisions, 80 to 90% of that is all subconscious. It is programmed into your brain and your subconscious mind to just do without you even thinking about it, okay? Now, that's pretty crazy, because that means that 80 to 90% of everything that you do and how you think about you don't even realize you're doing it. It's just whatever is wired into that, which means your default mode of operating is whatever your subconscious mind is programmed to do. 
all right? 10 to 20% of your brain is your conscious mind. And I was like, all right. So that means I'm consciously aware. I'm consciously aware of maybe the shirt that I put on this morning, or I'm consciously aware of, uh, you know, the fact that I put on these headphones or the fact that I'm talking right now, but I'm not consciously aware of maybe the speed that I'm talking at. I'm not consciously aware of, oh, the fact that, you know, these things subconsciously, my mind is just like, is cool with these things. Okay. So I was like, okay, well, how then do I go and program my subconscious mind? Because once again, I'm looking at my operating system. I'm like, how, how do I operate at a default level? Right? Well, I have clarity on things. I know when I have clarity and confidence or whatever, boom, like I'm good. I'm charging ahead forward, full steam ahead. Right. But 80 to 90% of that clarity and confidence comes from my subconscious mind. So I'm like, well, what if I could default my subconscious mind to give me 80 or 90% confidence on everything, right? Like, how do I go and change that? And some of you guys have heard me talk about this before, but this is really, really important, you know, information. So I started going, I'm like, okay, look, we've got our conscious mind. We've got our subconscious mind. Our, con- or our subconscious mind controls us for the most part. Our subconscious mind, we can tell our subconscious mind what to do, but really it, it doesn't listen to the conscious mind all that much. We have to a- actually reprogram the subconscious mind. And so I'm like, okay, well, what makes up the subconscious mind then, right? Like what ultimately makes that operate? And your subconscious mind is all based in belief or identity, okay? I'm going to use these terms interchangeably here. Identity is simply your belief about yourself, all right? So when I talk about identity, I'm talking about belief, your belief in yourself. And everything that we do, and go listen to prior uh, podcast episodes about this. I've I've talked about this before uh, in like season one, early episodes, episode 50 and before. Check out those um, to figure out how your brain works. And I dive into this a whole lot more in a whole lot more detail, okay? But you've got this belief about yourself. Well, belief comes from stories, okay? The story that you tell yourself, the, the, the story that you choose to believe about your subconscious mind or about yourself subconsciously is how you operate. So the stories that you tell yourself are the stories that control you, okay? So if you subconsciously, keep in mind, if you say it out loud, if, if you verbally say something and be like, well, that's not true, you might consciously acknowledge that that story is ridiculous. But if subconsciously your mind believes it, then guess what? It's gonna, that's how you're gonna operate. It just is, okay? So I was like, okay, well, if I know that the stories that I tell about myself are ultimately what control my subconscious mind, and my subconscious mind controls 80 to 90% of what I do, if I can change the stories that I tell myself, if I can change the stories that I believe, then I can literally reprogram my subconscious mind, which means I can reprogram 80 to 90% of who I am, okay? Make sense? Hopefully you guys are making sense, this is making sense so far. If you're listening on the audio, there's no really way for you to tell me, but if you're listening on video, you can comment below and let me know, okay? And so I was talking to Katie about this and she's like, Josh, that's absolutely right. Everything is based out of the stories that you tell yourself. So this future version of Josh that you wanna go create, right? This Josh that is think different, you know, owns Think Different Theory and runs it and is this podcaster and is this strong, powerful, you know, life-changing speaker and you know, all these different things. She's like, you've got to get really, really clear on who it is that you want to become first so that you can figure out what stories that you're telling yourself now that are holding you back and then be able to shift and change those stories. But guess what? When you're in the same routine every single day, your body is telling you to think or your subconscious mind is telling you to think the same way. Because if you're doing the same routines, you're going to think the same way. You're going to act the same way. You're going to believe the same way. And so you've got to change. You've got to identify things. You've got to get really clear on the things that are true in your life 
and that are not true in your life. And then you've got to be actually able to visually see them to actually be able to start believing them. And so I was like, okay, wow, this actually makes a lot of sense. And so I'm like, if the way that I'm thinking right now controls or I mean, is controlled by my subconscious mind, and my subconscious mind is in this old operating system, then literally the lens upon which I'm seeing it through could be flawed. So when I take that and I get it out of my head and I get it onto paper and I start writing these things down, then I'm gonna be able to see things much more clearly because now I can share them with my coach or I can share them with an accountability partner or I, excuse me, or I can start saying them out loud and I can go, well, that's ridiculous. And I can actually start identifying those things and then take the time to go, okay, that's why, this is what I believe right now. This is where my head is at. Now let me go identify the story that I'm telling myself so I can start to change that story. And so what journaling does and what writing all these things does is it allows you to get out of your own head. And it's not that your head is necessarily a bad place or it's not that there's some magical power about writing it down on paper that suddenly makes it powerful. But what it does is it takes the ideas and the beliefs and the things that are in your head and it brings them out on paper and it gets them out of your old way of seeing things. And when you are viewing something through a fundamental, like, um, imagine if you have sunglasses on, okay, or, or, or any form of glasses. No matter what you'd look at, if you've got this lens, these glasses on, you're going to be seeing that through that lens. But if you can remove your ideas or remove what you're seeing from that lens, you can take off that lens and look at things very clearly. Now you can start to see how things form. And that's done by journaling. That's done by changing your environment. That's done by getting around different types of people. You can't expect to have new ideas that you've never thought about before if you're literally in the same exact environment that you've always been in, right? Which is why I went to Colorado. We'll talk about that here more in a second, okay? Every single day, I sit in this chair. Every single day, I work from this desk and do these type of things. So guess what? The energy state that my mind is in right now knows, oh, I sit down in this chair, my subconscious mind automatically goes and whatever is associated to this chair and me sitting here, that's what my mind and my brain is going to be focusing on. And I'm going to start looking at today's problems with my whiteboard over here and my other whiteboard over here and my list of things to do here. I'm looking at it through this lens. Instead, when I drive to Colorado and I am sitting on top of a mountain overlooking a reservoir when I have my phone turned off for a entire day. And then I look at those and I think about these problems. Guess what I have? I have a completely new perspective. Why? Because I'm in a literal different energy state because my subconscious mind is like, oh, I don't normally think about these problems in the setting of mountains and atmosphere and everything around it. Where do I normally think about these problems? I normally think about these problems here in this chair. So it's a, literally a new perspective simply by going and changing your environment and pulling your ideas out of your head and getting them on the place where you can analyze it objectively, which is all about you know, objective thinking. So I literally would go and I took my phone and I wrote down, I have you know, my notes pad is like one of my favorite things ever, right? And I write down all these different things on my notepad and I go, all right, I got to think about these things and I've got these problems and I got these questions and I, I just journal. I got them out of my head. I took pictures of my journal. I didn't want to bring it with me because I was afraid I was going to lose it. So I took pictures. And so when I get up there and I'm in Colorado, whether it's in the mountains or I'm driving or riding home or at dinner, and I'm like looking at these things and I'm like having this new perspective shift and change because I'm literally changing the lens and I'm changing the environment upon which I'm seeing these things. And now when I come back, I have this clarity to go, okay, the things that I saw from this angle, from this chair, looked like an impossible scenario for me to solve. But when I got out and I, and I looked at the story and I go, okay, the reason I believe 
that I'm not good enough. The reason that I'm, I believe that I, you know, whatever, I'm never going to reach X number of downloads or I'm, I'm never going to make X number of dollars. Or I'm never going to be friends with this person or I'm never going to, whatever the thing is, whatever that, that story is, it's because my subconscious mind is telling me that story from this environment right here. But when I take those fears, I take those false beliefs, I take those things that are clogged up in my head. I write them out. I get them out on paper. Now I can see them and I go, okay, What's the story that I'm telling myself here? And I can get clear on that. That is so powerful. And then when I add it, I'm not saying you have to do this every single time. It's just what I did over this weekend. Then when I go and I add going to Colorado on top of that and getting an entirely new, you know, seven and a half hour drive there, seeing all the cars, seeing the landscape, seeing absolute nothingness for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, right? Where it's just land. No buildings, some cattle here and there, but nothing else. And then getting to Denver and there are these mountains and there's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's an entirely different environment. I'm getting out of my head and I'm starting to identify these stories and I'm starting to identify these things. One and the other is not enough. Like, yeah, going to Denver would bring some great perspective. Like, cool, great, whatever. Or going to travel to a new place, going on a walk. Great, that might bring some new perspective. And getting out of your own head might bring some great perspective. But when you actually go and combine these things, when you go and change your environmental setting, when you go and you write things out and you take these false beliefs that you have and you get super, super clear about getting out of your own head and you get it onto paper and do that in a new environment, your entire life will change. And change my entire life as well. One of the first things that Katie um, had me do, and I hope this makes sense, guys, but it's, it's weird for me because I'm, I'm, as I'm currently doing this right now, I'm streaming live on Facebook in multiple different places. And I'm so used to asking for comments and being like, hey guys, if this makes sense, comment, hashtag makes sense down below. But then I have to remember like audio is our main platform. And uh, for those of you listening on audio while you're driving the car, at the gym, whatever, like I appreciate you guys. There's no way for you to do that. So I'm just in a state of like, I'm so used to asking for feedback to make sure that this makes sense. So if this makes sense, if you're listening on audio, I hope it does. Send me a DM on Instagram. I love getting DMs from you guys at Josh Forty or at Think Different Theory. And uh, may, let me know if you're, you know, live on audio or live on video. Let me know down in the comments. But um, one of the first things that Katie had me do, and she said, Josh, when you journal, because I journal a lot now. I have like multiple, many journals um, that I go through and do, and I'm holding them up here for those of you listening on audio so that you can see them. Um, but she's like, Josh. I want you to go, and when you're doing your journaling, when you're doing your meditations, I want you to go and create this space that allows you to just be honest with yourself. Not from a place of judgment, but from a place of observation. And she's like, you need to create a place. There's so much I could talk about here. Oh my gosh. But she's like, Josh, you need to create a place that is not your typical environment, you know, fast paced, rah, rah, music, lights, camera, all that. She you need to get away from that. And you need to create a place of no judgment, simply observation, so that you can become aware of the stories that you're telling yourself, what you're believing to be true, where you want to go, how you're acting, how you're operating, all these different things. You need to create a space where you can just go and be honest with yourself about those things. And I was like, hmm, okay. And so literally what I do when I journal and when I have my call with Katie, I don't, I don't do it here. I literally go into the other room. I sit on the floor. I don't even have this table structure. I have complete quiet. I, I turn off any notifications on my phone, my watch or anything like that. And I create this space. It's a literal new environment. Why? Because I want my brain to be in a different state when I'm doing these things. I don't want it to be bogged down with the, the stresses and the problems of work. 
I want to do it from a place of abundance. I want to do it from a place of clarity. And I want to say, okay, this is how I'm choosing here. Okay. This is what I need to write down. Here are my struggles. Oh, here's where I'm noticing this about me. And maybe it's a, maybe it's something that I'm not proud of, but guess what? I'm observing, I'm not judging. And therefore I'm creating this place to go, okay, that right there is my subconscious mind operating in this way. If I judge that, I get mad about that, I'm never going to want to go back to that place again. I'm never going to be able to go see improvement. I'm never going to be able to go analyze things. I'm not judging. I am becoming observant of how I am operating now so that I can go change the root problem. And I journal all this. And like you get it out on paper and you go and do this. And when you do this, you start to become aware of, oh my gosh, like this is where I was two days ago. This is where I was yesterday. This is where I am today. Oh man, this is the story that I need to be telling myself. Oh, that's not right. Let me, what can I do here? And it starts to become this game of how do I go and change the stories? How do I identify and change? Now, there's one part of this that I have not gotten to yet that is probably the most exciting part about all this that kind of makes this all work. Like you've got to do all this work first in order for this other thing to actually happen and, and go into effect. But there's this beautiful thing that happens when you do all this. There's this beautiful thing that happens when you go and you start to identify the person that you need to become, the story that is currently making you the person that you are and the story that you need to believe in order to become the person that you become, right? When you identify these things and you start to get clear and you get out of your own head and you create this place of awesome just observation and being able to just go and, and be honest with yourself, there's this thing called cognitive bias that kicks in, right? And I don't know if that's technically the definition for it. Maybe there's a, a slight different version, but that's what I call it. And many of you guys know what cognitive bias is. And I'm going to explain it here. But basically what cognitive bias does says that once you go and want to become, uh, you know, believe, once you want to believe something or think a certain way, your brain is going to look for things to support your bias and your way of, of looking at things. It's true for anyone, okay? Like, no matter who you are, every single person has this that is applied to their life right now. So if you are constantly right now focused on the negative, of things, or you're constantly believing that you're not good enough, or that your podcast will never grow, or that your Facebook group will never grow, or that your business will never get to where you want it to be, or that your relationship with your spouse or you know your kids or whatever that is is never going to improve. If you're telling yourself that story, you know what your brain is going to by default do? It is by default going to look for things, look for facts that support that. All right. This is true in all areas of life, especially true in politics, right? So if you're a Trump fan, your, your mind by default is automatically going to start looking for positive things that Trump has done. But just by saying like, I'm a Trump fan, right? And if you're anti-Trump, you're automatically, your cognitive bias is automatically going to start looking for things that support that belief system. You don't have control over it. It just happens, okay? And this is why creating a spot for you to come observe things is so important because when you can take a step back and, and come from this place of observation, you get to kind of bypass that cognitive bias and you get to see, okay, here's the reality of where I'm at right now. If I tell myself these stories, I could get me this result. And you've got this objective view of just observation to say, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. This is what I need to do. But then when you operate and you come back out into the real world, you come out of that safe place, you come out of that, you come down from the mountain of Colorado, you go back into the reality of your day-to-day -day life, guess what happens? Your cognitive bias kicks in, which is a good thing if you use it to your advantage. So now when I go and I say, you know what? My podcast is going to re reach a million downloads. My 
business is going to let me be a multimillionaire. My whatever is going to do, you know what I mean? I am going to be a powerful speaker. I am going to be the whatever that those things are. Your brain, because of the story you're now telling yourself, once you've shifted that story, is literally going to look for evidence and facts to be able to support that belief. And you, by default, by the very nature of who you are, are going to start operating that way because your brain is looking for those things. But right now, your brain is looking for things to support the what you are, the, the stories that you're telling yourself right now. Your brain is actively looking for reasons to support that story. So if you're like, I'm just going to use an example. Let's say your name is Jim. All right. I, and if you're a Jim out there listening right now, I apologize. I'm not actually referring to you. I'm just coming up with a name. Okay. So your name is Jim. And right now, Jim says, business isn't great right now. I'm having a hard time getting leads. Engagement's down. I just don't know if I'm cut out for this entrepreneurship type stuff. Right. If you're starting to question that, that, that's the kind of story you're telling yourself. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Guess what your mind is going to do? When you log into Facebook, it's going to automatically go and be like, see, that post only got six likes. I normally get 16. It's going to be like, man, leads are down. Oh, man, those leads are too hard. Oh, that's good. And it's going to literally bring your attention because of this cognitive bias. It's going to bring your awareness to things that support what it is that you want to believe. Okay. Is, is actually scientifically true. Like I'm not making this up at all. This is like legit, right? The same thing is true. Oh, and by the way, once you are aware of those things and those become into your focus, because think about it, we've got, guys, we've got lots that we could focus on, right? Right now I'm bringing my focus towards a lens. So, you know, my focus, my, uh, my conscious focus is looking into this lens of this camera. But like, there's like 80 to 90% of my life right now that I'm not focused on that is just not in my reality that it could be if I was focusing on it, but my brain is telling me, hey, let me focus on this camera right now. Same thing is true. When I, whatever I'm telling my brain to focus on, that's what it's gonna spot and look for, right? So, uh, you, and you might've seen this phenomenon, let's say you buy a new car, right? I bought a new Jeep, uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee a couple years back. Didn't see that many Jeep Grand Cherokees on the road. As soon as I bought it, what happens? My brain recognizes and they're everywhere. It's like, holy crap, when did everybody get Jeep Grand Cherokees? Same principle here. So if you start looking at positive stuff, you start looking for opportunity, you start ways, or looking for ways to make your life better, your cognitive bias is literally going to go and you're going to be able to start seeing things that you've never been able to see before because your brain just wasn't aware that they were there because you weren't telling your bias to actually focus on those things. The reason happy people are always happy or and getting happier is because they're choosing to focus on happy things. The reason the rich keep getting richer is not because they're that much smarter, but because their mind, their brain, their cognitive bias is literally programmed to start spotting opportunity and money-making activities. It, it's, it's a mindset issue. You will start finding ways to make things happen rather than looking for solutions not. So if you convince yourself that Facebook ads don't work, you're going to find all the reasons that Facebook ads don't work. If you convince yourself that Facebook ads do work, you're going to look at every single example of when they do work, from Russell Brunson to Dan Henry to Sam Uppis, you name it. And you're going to be like, they all work for them. It must work for me too. But if your mind says no, then you're going to look at all the failures. You're going to be like, what well, doesn't work for any of them? It's probably not going to work for me either. And that's how your brain literally goes and controls things, okay? So going and shifting your perspectives, shifting the stories that you're telling yourself, changing your environment, journaling, writing these things out helps get your mind out on paper. There is a reason I have so many whiteboards, guys, because I need to get out of my own head and I need to get it out on a paper. I have, and I'm looking at this right now, I have four whiteboards total 
One of them is an eight foot long, four foot tall, double sided whiteboard. Another one is about, I don't know, that probably is four feet long, three feet tall whiteboard, double sided. So think of how much whiteboard space is there. I have another two other whiteboards that are like this big. And for those of you that are listening on audio, I don't know, like three feet wide, two and a half feet tall, something like that. Okay. Why? And I have journals and notebooks because I'm constantly getting out of my own head. I don't know how you operate if you are constantly in your own head. How do you get organized? How do you know what to tell your team? How do you stay focused? How do you know what to choose and what to cross off? Right? You've got to get out of your head. So getting out of your head or having whiteboards, having journals, things like that, allow you to get out of your own head, analyze those things, and then reprogram your cognitive bias to go and look at the positive side of things. Now, I want to pause here just for a second and say, look, I know that this isn't going to happen overnight. Okay, you're not going to be able to magically wake up tomorrow and completely reprogram your entire brain. But that's, or, but you have to start somewhere. And if you want to move faster, you get an accountability partner. If you want to move faster, you be, put your things in place that force you to stay focused on things. Guys, one thing that I know about myself is that I do not work well without deadlines. If I have a deadline, it actually blows my mind how much I can get accomplished in a short period of time. Like when I know that Thursday at 12 noon, the button is going live, right? And it, it's got to be done. Or, um, you know, a client, I have to deliver it at this specific time and we have a meeting. It is in, crazy what I can go and get done in a short amount of time. Like stuff that would normally take me a week to go do, I can do in like four hours. Why? Because I'm ultra focused. I have a deadline. I have a commitment. I have something or someone holding me accountable. That is why I hired a mindset coach to help hold me accountable. Because guess what? A lot of the things that I am learning and a lot of things that I am doing now, now that I have this coach, it's not that I didn't know them before. You probably have heard a lot of these things before. Some of the things that I've said here, you're probably like, yeah, I knew that there was a thing called cognitive bias. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, I knew that journaling would help. Yeah. I knew that changing your environment is pretty powerful. Yeah. I, I knew all that. Great. So why haven't you done anything about it yet? I asked myself the same question. And it was because I didn't give myself hard deadlines. I didn't give myself an accountability partner. That's why I went and hired a coach. Cost me a lot of money. Why? Because I wanted to pay attention. If I would have paid like 500 bucks a month out to my coach, wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Why? Because it's only 500 bucks a month. It's not enough pain, but all of a sudden it's five grand a month. All of a sudden it's, you know, someone that I hold in very, very, very high respect, someone that I don't want to let down. And now I'm investing in that person. I'm investing in me. I'm investing in, you know what I mean? Like now I have these deadlines and the process, I had a call and then I got to move on to the next topic here. This is super, super important though. I had a call with Katie last week. Um, we have our calls on Tuesdays. And at the end of the call, I mean, I'm like writing stuff down and I'm journaling. I'm like, this is amazing, right? And she said, Josh, let me ask you something. Do you think that you could have figured all this stuff out on yourself or on your own? I was like, I mean, yeah, probably. And she's like, right, you could have. And it might have taken you two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. It might have taken you 10 or 20 years before you figure out some of the stuff that you learned here today. Or maybe it took you two years or a year. But what it would have taken you a year or two or three years uh, to go and learn and go do yourself, you just did in one hour on this call. And that's the power of a coach and that's the power of doing the work and actually having an accountability partner to help hold you accountable, okay? So looping this back to Colorado, looping this back to what it was is I used Colorado as an opportunity and we were only there. I mean, we left Friday, got back Sunday. So two and a half days, right? Not even. I used it as an opportunity to get out of my own head, to have a new perspective, to help identify the stories that I was telling myself that were negative. And guys, it got really real there for a minute. 
Like I remember we were sitting there driving and I like I pulled out my phone, I boxed Katie and I told her some, I mean, like just some crazy, crazy like stories that had happened in my past that I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that these things were controlling me. I didn't even realize that I believed certain things about myself because of these things. But because I actually took the time to go and get in a new environment, because I actually took the time to go and do the work, guess what happened? I got it done and I started realizing those things and now I can act accordingly. And my entire life is starting to change and evolve. When I tell you, and I, God, so we got this super, super exciting thing happening. I told you at the beginning of this episode. I can't tell you what it is yet, but it's super, super exciting. And uh, once you hear it, you're gonna be like, this is amazing, right? It's, it's, it's actually super, super cool. But when I tell you the story behind it, it's absolutely gonna blow your mind because not even I could have imagined leading up to this, what was going to go into this leading up to, it's just so, so, so cool. So anyway, we'll get back to that. All right, um, I wanna be, Careful on time here. I'm coming up on an hour and I got a couple things that I want to uh, get to first, but I hope that makes sense. And for those of you listening on audio or on video, I mean, go back, listen to this. Uh, the t- uh, I'm sorry, listen to this again. Like some of the tips that I would have for you guys are go get yourself a good journal. And by the way, before I even get into any of these tips, understand that this is not like me being so super smart and like pretending to know all the answers. No, this is me sharing with you what I have learned along this journey of hiring higher performance coaches, hiring people that are keeping me accountable, doing the work, actually going out there and revolutionizing my own life, guys. Like it has been a journey since I got back from the world trip. We landed, it is February 17th right now. I think we landed back in the United States two months ago, just under, like on the 21st, I think of December. So in the last two months, a lot has transpired, a lot. I mean, Christmas time happened, New Year's. I got season two underway. I figured out the direction of things. I sold off a portion of the, some of the things that I wasn't doing. I shut down other things. I got clear. I hired the coach. I mean, like so many things have happened over this. And the only reason that I've been able to get so many things done and get featured in Forbes and, and I mean, just have so many cool things. 18,000 downloads on the first week. The reason all those things were able to happen is because I took the time to actually go through and work on myself first and work on the stories that I was telling myself. Because- you have limitless power within you. Literally, I mean, human potential is virtually limitless, right? But the things that are holding us back are ourselves, what's in our own head, the stories that we're telling ourselves. And that's why I'm telling you, when you fix your brain, everything else falls into place. When you focus on your mind, everything else starts to make sense. Why? Because your brain is a massively powerful thing. Like, remember, 80 to 90% of your brain, which is this massively, amazingly powerful thing, you don't even realize that you're using. Think about that. 80 to 90% of it, you'll never even figure out how to use. It's just going to do its thing. The cognitive bias and spotting opportunity and keeping you motivated and like all these different things. You've just got to make sure to A, feed it good fuel and B, get out of its way. Let your brain do its thing. Let your mind do its thing. It's going to go and by default operate. Like there's no such thing as sitting still in life. Okay. And when you think about that, you are either moving forward or you are moving backwards. That is it. Okay. There is no such thing as just, oh yeah, I'm going to do absolutely nothing for a year. And in a year from now, I'm going to be in the exact same spot I am now. Not true. You could literally sit in a home and eat pizza every single day for an entire year, never go to work, never speak to anybody. And your life would look radically different in a year from now. Okay. You're always moving forward or going backwards. Your brain is going to do its thing regardless. So what you need to do is you need to point in the right direction, feed it 
what it needs to be fed and then get out of its way and let it operate. And it's going to help control you to becoming the person that you need to become and being able to accomplish these amazing things if you just go let it do it and take the time to actually work on it. And that is why mindset is so important. All right. Um, I do want to get to a real quick recap of some of the stuff that's going on at Think Different Theory and then answer some of the biggest questions that you guys have about the world trip. Um, I might not have time for that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we got here. Real quick, though, before I go into that, if you found this episode valuable, if you liked this, if you learned something from it, do me a favor. If you're listening on audio or video, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Josh Forty. Uh, I don't typically check them on Facebook just because I get so many of them, but Instagram, I'm on there a whole lot more. Shoot me a DM or leave a comment on the video wherever you're watching or wherever you're watching this. Let me know that you liked it. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like. I really am going to be trying to cater these uh, solo episodes that I have every week with you guys to specifically around what it is that you're trying to learn. And while I can't read the comments in real time anymore just because of the software that I'm using and because of audio, um, and, and I want to be courteous to the audio listeners because that is a, a core part of our base. I do go back and I read these comments. I read your guys' DM. I take notes. I have an entire Trello board just with ideas and questions and feedback from you guys so that I know what to talk about. So please understand that you like your feedback is incredibly important. It is very much valued. And I take it very, very seriously. And I try to uh, create these episodes around what it is that you guys are trying to learn and the questions that you guys have back, as well as, you know, with my journey and sharing my story through life uh, of searching for truth, building Think Different Theory into a multi-million, maybe even multi-billion dollar brand, but more importantly, an international brand of education, of truth, and and, and helping people understand why they believe what they believe. Okay, um, wrapping it up here, kind of shifting gears to Think Different Theory and kind of the next steps in the future of that. I'm very, very excited about... um, where things are at with Think Different Theory. In fact, I was talking to my coach about this. I'm like, I feel like I have more clarity than I've ever had before. I feel like I actually have a, a really solid direction moving forward of what I need to do and and um, what the next steps are. And um, we're working right now. I'm getting co- our core principles down. And uh, I've been working with uh, Katie and Ben. They're so cool. Ah, Some of the homework stuff that they've given me for the business and the analogies that they use, even in history, and I don't even like history, but some of the analogies that they use, they just make so much sense. So one of the things I'm focusing on right now is like the core principles and core frameworks that we're following at Think Different Theory. But from there, moving into, and let me go back and make sure, yeah, I'm still alive here. Okay. Um, The next step for Think Different Theory is to really come up with core signature frameworks that I'm going to be teaching. So one of the things that I've noticed, and, and take note of this, for those of you that are out there building your businesses right now, whether it's a podcast or a show or a, a typical business or, or whatever, like what I'm talking about here is what I'm doing to build this business and, and it's very important. So if you're struggling, take notes on this because this is really, really helpful stuff. I paid lots and lots of money from really, really smart people to learn this, okay? I got to identify the, the core frameworks that we follow at Think Different Theory because I feel like we're kind of in two categories right now. I've got the business entrepreneurial side of things. And then I've got the mindset, uh, religion, big picture, like purpose, God, religion type things of like, hey, how to make your life better, right? How to become the best version of yourself. And there's the the tactical skills business side of things, which is going to apply to my more immediate base right now. Those of you that have been faithful listeners in the ClickFunnels space, in the business space. But then there's also this much larger space of like becoming an amazing human being and and living a purpose-filled driven life and, and mindset things, which applies to everybody universally across the board, right? And so 
I've got to identify the core frameworks upon which I'm teaching. So the core frameworks of, of belief and why you believe what you believe, the core frameworks of mindset, and then the core frameworks of, of business and in audience growth and things like that that we're teaching. And I think that one of the, the most amazing things that you can do when you are passionate about something and when you believe in something strongly, whatever that is, whether it's painting or business or book writing or, or Facebook ads or, or health or relationships or planting flowers, like whatever it is, is to build an audience around that to really validate that message and to really start beginning to change lives. And I don't mean an audience just for the sake of making money or growing a business. Maybe you're not a business type person. Maybe you, you, know, you have no desire to be super, super rich. But regardless, having this audience or, or whether your face is on it or not, but like having this audience allows you to really go out and change lives. Having an audience allows you to go out there and make a positive impact and allows you to grow and learn in ways that you wouldn't normally be able to without one. It forces you to become a leader and it puts you in this position where you just, you have to level up if you want to continue to grow. And that's why I'm very, very passionate about audience growth, um, about, you know, launching Facebook groups, about having podcasts and shows, about creating content. And one of my superpowers per se is I am very good at creating content and I understand how to do launches very well, whether it's a Facebook group launch or a podcast launch, um, you know, using other influencers, using other people's audiences. We just wrapped up a multi six figure launch with a client of ours, $0 in ad spend, right? Why? Because we figured out how to launch the audience to this, this offer. And so what I'm doing right now over the next month to month and a half is really focusing down on the frameworks that I'm going to be teaching for God, religion, purpose, mindset, and personal development, and then business, uh, business skills, audience creation, and communication in general, all right? Like these three or four core frameworks so that I can point everything back to this and I can say, okay, this is the overall framework upon which I'm operating in. You guys can have a visual to actually go and see that have the downloadable handout. Some of this is already you know, done. I have the MindShift playbook. For those of you that want to learn more about uh, mindset and you know, things that are there, um, www.thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. You can get your free copy of the MindShift playbook, which is a book that I wrote uh, about the mind. So like furthering those frameworks ideas to going, okay, this is what we need to do. This is how you operate. So you can then go and say, you know what? I am interested in business. Josh, what do you have to say about business and audience growth? Boom, here it is. Or you know what, Josh? I am focused on mindset. Where do I have to go there? Okay, here's how we operate here. Oh, Josh, I am curious about why I believe what I believe. Okay, here's what we're gonna do here. So first, building out those core frameworks and then picking one framework at a time to actually go develop and to teach and to create massive content around it and really build the brand around that. So first getting clear on that, we're in the process of that. I already have kind of the overview frameworks done and now diving into more specifics. So that's kind of where I'm at um, with Think Different Theory. And I, I'm really just excited for Think Different Theory because it's gonna be, it's gonna be unlike anything that you've ever seen. And I say that, and it almost sounds cliche, but Katie has done wonders to help me like get clear and actually just figure out what questions I need to be asking. Because like, I struggle just like everybody else does. I struggle with knowing who my audience is specifically. And I struggle with figuring out exactly what my core offer is going to be. And I struggle figuring out like how, oh man, well, if I serve these people, then I'm going to you know, alienate these people. And then, but I want to serve these, you know what I mean? Like I struggle with all those things too. And, and Katie has just really helped me get super, super clear on that. And so that's kind of some of the things that I'm working on with Think Different Theory now and kind of the next steps um, that are coming. It's going to be awesome because we are, we're bigger than business. All right. It's, it's not just business. Business is a fundamental core piece, entrepreneurship, fundamental core piece. I believe everybody should have those skills, but it is about more than that. It's about understanding why you believe what you believe. I mean, and that, this is really the core of Think Different Theory, right? Is helping people understand why they believe what they believe and then giving them the tools and resources to be able to go out and live in that way. 
right? Whether that's in business or a job or in uh, um, religion, uh, being a missionary, uh, being a husband, being a wife, being a, whatever that thing is, understanding why they believe that that's important to them, figuring out the operating system upon which they're going to operate with, and then give them the tools and resources to be able to go out and do that. That's the, the big picture, broad vision for Think Different Theory. And I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, and that's the future of what we're doing there. All right, guys, um, I don't have time. I don't have time for um, the actually. Let me, let, we'll do some rapid fire here questions real quick. It's been, a, it's been a long morning already. All right, let's do some rapid fire questions. Uh, just for those of you that are still on here and that are curious. Um, some of the biggest questions that we had from the trip. Just really quick, let me pull them up here. Do, do, do. Um, all right, so I've written out like four or five of the top questions that I've gotten many, many times. Number one, Josh, how was the world trip? So let me answer that real quick. Guys, the world trip was, was awesome. It really, really was. Lee and I had a great time um, and learned a lot, got to see some really cool places. We went to the Bahamas, went to Hawaii, went to Australia, went to the Philippines. Um, I would say kind of my biggest takeaway from the trip or, or, or one of the big things was is I realized how much I appreciate and love America and how much traveling for me is not really my thing in long periods of time. It needs to come in moderation. A week to two weeks at a time is about all I can take. I like having a home base. I like um, having things in somewhat of a fixed format. And uh, while I appreciated and liked seeing the rest of the world like we did, I would uh, I would do it slightly differently next time. I in no way regret the trip. It was an absolutely phenomenal trip. Once again, I mean, it was awesome. But um, I know now that I want a home base and I don't want to just pack up and, and live nomadically um, for any length of time ever again. I, I'm, I'm quite happy here. It also um, showed me how much I love America. I think we, uh, as Americans, take a lot of things for granted and have no idea how good we have it. And it really uh, rejuvenated my, uh, my passion for um, helping preserve American freedoms and making the world, but particularly America, a better place um, so that we can do that. So overall, trip was awesome. Learned a lot of great things. Um, don't regret it at all. We had a great time. Um, the next question was, did you actually finish the trip? Or I, I saw that you had to come home, home early. What happened there? Many of you guys saw the, uh, the Facebook post that I did. Leah actually got a parasite. She was very, very sick in um, the Philippines. Very, very sick. Went, went to the ER over there, the hospital over there, and we had to fly her home. Uh, canceled the trip about two months early, so about, about only about half the trip got finished. But she is home. She is safe. She's back. She's recovered, and she's doing her thing now. She's awesome, um, and I appreciate all the concern on that. Next, um, favorite part of the trip? and least favorite parts of the trip. Highlight of the trip for sure was Hawaii. Um, that was just, Hawaii is incredible. I mean, truly probably the coolest place uh, that uh, I've, I've ever seen ever. I mean, it's just super, super cool. Road to Hana was definitely a highlight of that too. Um, Lee's favorite part of the trip was probably the Philippines. Honestly, just, it was dirty. It's where Leah got sick, having to cancel it early, cost a lot to get home. Um, it just shows that the, the communication system over there, I mean, we were, we were staying one time in like a really nice villa. I mean, it was one of like the nicest Airbnb villas uh, on the island there. And like one day we woke up, it was actually on Thanksgiving day and there was no running water in the building. And they're like, yeah, we're sorry. We just don't know. And we're like, you know, 30, 40 floors up. So, you know, it, it, it was a new experience and um, just air, air travel as well over there is just super, super difficult. I'm not a fan of long lines and messy people and unorganized chaos. Like I hate that. It's like my least favorite thing in the whole world. So dealing with that was definitely a challenge. Um, and then what was one crazier, like unique story, uh, or something that, uh, I took away from it guys. I'll tell you Australia. I got to tell you about this and then I'm gonna wrap it up with this. Okay. Australia does not like speeding. When you drive cars, I'm a speeder. I like to drive fast. There's something about the adrenaline of going fast. It just just love it. Um, they have cameras on the roads over there. 
I'm not even kidding you, so that you literally can't go one kilometer over the speed limit or else I'll give you a ticket. So I racked up some tickets, quite a few tickets and uh, a lot of, of charges there. But literally it's like, they'll take a picture of your license plate and, and bill, you the, bill it to you. So if I ever go back to Australia, I'll probably never be able to rent a car again because I have not paid the tickets as of yet. I just kind of ignored them and was like, I'm definitely not going to pay those. And if I ever have to go back, well, I guess I'll just hire an Uber driver. But um, that was pretty crazy. Um, learning the roads over there, you're on the wrong side of the road, on the wrong side of the car compared to America and their speed limits are all jacked up and you can't go one mile and mile over or they'll flag or they'll penalize you. They'll give you a ticket. It's uh, pretty crazy. Um, so that was, uh, that was super, super interesting. Lots more on that to come. We'll talk more about that later, but I just wanted to answer some of those top questions. Um, last question that I get asked is, okay, Josh, now that you're back in America, where are you moving to? Are you in Omaha for good or where's the next place for you? And we're not sure quite yet. We're still trying to figure out whether that's going to be uh, Colorado or Florida is probably going to be uh, one of those two will be the next two places. Right now, I'm not going to lie. I'm leaning towards Colorado, but that's just kind of because I got back from that and it's absolutely beautiful and amazing out there. But it will be one of those two places to kind of settle down and really uh, set up home base there and really become part of the community and just grow it into something hopefully uh, super, super cool, at least the next phase of life um, there. But it won't be here in Omaha. We're only here till uh, July and then moving on to the next place there. Okay, guys, that's all I've got for you. I hope this episode was awesome. Recapping, you know, all things being said, just guys, remember how important it is to fix your mindset. It all comes back to that. Hiring a coach fundamentally changed my life. Journaling has changed my life. Um, you know, getting out of my own head, understanding how the brain works. I mean, if you want to default to being a high performance type person, if you want to have your default setting be success, start with your mindset, figure out the stories that you're telling yourself that are false, change the story that you're telling yourself, change that belief, let your cognitive bias kick in and watch your entire life change before your eyes uh, because your default settings will be different. Probably the, the single biggest um, thing that I never thought would change in my life. I was like, there is no way this will ever change about me. And I was very, very convinced about that. That has changed recently within the past two months has been the times I go to bed and wake up in the morning. I used to non-sarcastically go to bed between two o'clock and four o'clock in the morning every single morning, and I would not get up before you know ten o'clock um, for years. I mean, like pretty religiously, nine nine or ten o'clock in the morning was about as early as I would get up. And now, you know, my alarm goes off between seven and seven thirty every morning, and I'm in bed by like ten or eleven, um, which is just crazy. Um, and I'm getting you know seven eight hours of sleep every single night. That changed, not because I was like determined to, you know, make a change and yada, yada. It was because I started fixing my mindset. And when I fixed some of the core stories in my mind and changed my belief about those, my entire routine changed, my habit changed, my eating habits changed, my sleep schedule changed. So many of those things changed because I fixed what was going on up here. I changed my belief. I changed my cognitive bias. And uh, it's been just crazy, crazy to watch my entire life uh, change and unfold. And I hope you guys have been able to see some of that as well. I know a lot of you guys that follow me a little bit more closely on Instagram have seen that uh, unfold and take place uh, in a little bit more uh, detail than maybe some of you that are just tuning in now for the first time. But seriously, everything starts and ends in the mind. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. If you have not yet subscribed, make sure to smash that subscribe button. Um, hit like on this video if you're watching. If you're on audio, leave a review and uh, I will see you guys super, super soon. I appreciate you guys. Wednesday, two days from now, we've got Andrew Cruzy joining the show, which will be super, super cool. Uh, and then Friday of this week, we have the Funnel Hacking Live speaker, the incredible Marley Jacks, who's an incredibly good friend of mine and uh, someone I have a massive amount of respect for. Don't miss that. 
Wednesday and Friday, respectively, 12 o'clock Eastern time, streamed right here on Think Different Theory. I love you all, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.